Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Get on it, folks. You watch it everywhere. You're listening to Stu's Wrestling Podcast. It's time for British Wrestling Sharpshooter, your host, Stu Palmer. Good afternoon, good afternoon from the UK. We are back, it's 2024. It is Stu's Wrestling Podcast, episode 164. A happy, happy new year to everybody. Let's have a fruitful 2024, as I say. And I've got my guest, a returning guest, my first guest of 2024. It is the Middle Eastern millionaire. It is Sheikh El Sham returning for his second appearance on Stu's Wrestling Podcast. It was way back in May 2021, episode 85. Wow. Stu, honest to God, it's such a privilege. It's such a pleasure. Um, I don't do many of these. I don't do many at all because uh, people don't let me be as open as you do. So it's such a privilege, such a privilege mate, honestly. There's a topic that we're going to have coming up very, very soon, because I know you sounded off about this last year, and, and you were right, you were right to do so. We will get to that topic, though, a bit more latterly in, in the show. But yeah, Top Rope Wrestling Academy, mate, fantastic what you've been doing with the guys there, shows that you put on, and just cultivating the talent. H, you know, you're, yeah. you're doing a fantastic job with these guys. I appreciate that. Honestly, like... um. I think when the last time we spoke, um, I think I was I, I, we were discussing because I was just offered uh, to do some coaching up at Claw, um, and then that kind of it, it kind of uh, pulled the trigger for me about why do I not just set my own school up, um, and it and it came from there. And I, I didn't expect it to be when I first set the school up. You never have an intention of uh, running shows because there's nothing worse. Um, how I how I see it, um, but yeah, in, in regards to sort of the school, it's just going strength to strength at the minute, uh, and I just I, I appreciate um, yeah people like yourself giving us recognition, um, and I'm, I'm just trying my best uh, to see if I can just produce the best, the absolute best talent to offer in the UK and to train them in the rightful ways, learning basics and fundamentals. It's it's superb, mate. It's superb. I couldn't I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I don't even know if I could like, you know, it, it what's it called? The back uh thingy me jiggy to the to the canvas, whatever we call it. Flat backing is it some I don't know. <laughs> the back I, bump, yeah. I about yeah, I'd be useless H, I've got to be honest. I've got I've got dyspraxia, which has got better 
over the years, you know. Uh, but I've always, I, I don't know, maybe one day I'll, I'll run the ropes, I'll have a go. It'd be great, I reckon we should get you in there. I think it'd be fantastic. Yeah. I think uh, I think Stu, Stu versus the Sheik might be a good <laughs> little match that people may want to see. I'll be um, outside the ring, I think. I'll be one outside <laughs> the ring. I'll be, running, I'll be running away rather than taking you on, I think, H. <laughs> but absolutely, you've got a show in March as well. So I'd, like it, yeah. I'd like you to plug that. And I've got a graphic as well. So, yeah, Rise of the Top Ropers which is in um, March the 30th. That's correct, yeah. Um, again, Accrington Town Hall, um, as, as I said, um, as the school's been progressing, I decided to take the school and move it over to Accrington because we realised a lot of our um, punters were, were in Accrington um, and, and it's a much suitable uh, location, a ground floor location, very central, easy accessible from people from Blackburn, Preston, Burnley, Lancaster, whatever they're coming from, really. Um, and yeah, uh, the, I, th I thought the name of Rise of the Top Ropers uh, stole it a little bit from Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, and I just think it's uh, it, it, it's time for people who are um, at the academy, Top Rope Academy, to kind of step up the game. Um, as you can see, just by looking sort of at the poster, there's quite a lot that you may not recognise, but bringing in people like the great um, sort of uh, Alexis Falcon, uh, mm -hmm. who's fantastic. She's she's one of the best females on, on the scene, in my personal opinion, at the minute. Um, and then obviously you've got the oddity himself, BT Gunn, who's been around for absolute years. Mm. How that man is not signed, I have no idea. Um uh, and then you know you've got the rest of the rest of the guys and girls on there who perform at top rope, and I guess obviously Luch Diaz uh, from from Scotland as well. It's superb, mate. As you say, you know the younger talent, and you've got established guys. Yeah, I um I say that about BT Gun as well. Like how sorry about that. How how is he not? How is he not one of the big companies? You know, extending off that. Do you know what it, it, it's, it's? And I hope he doesn't mind me saying this. He's he's um. He's become a very, very close friend of mine. Um, I, I, I think when, um, especially when the late, great sort of uh, Adrian Lionheart McCallum, who I was very, very close with, um, since we sort of lost him. Um, it's funny because me and BT Gunn became a lot closer. Um, and, and, and people might look at him and think he's unsociable or he's absolutely miserable. Um, He's not. <laughs> it's just a persona. It's a persona that he puts on, which is quite cool, actually. Um, but, wow, what a worker. Like, one of the greatest minds as well. Um, and can work absolutely anyone's at some of the best matches um, that I've ever witnessed. And, and and I love I love working. I love being in the ring with him because I'm learning when I'm in the ring. Like, I class myself as, and people might find this hard to believe, but I class myself as green. For me, I'm learning on a daily basis. Mm. Um, and I love being in there with people like James Mason, Dean Mark, mm. Pete Gunn, uh, Martin Kerber. Do you know what I mean? People like that for me. Uh, Joey Hayes is another one. Mm. People, CJ Banks. Um, these are the guys that I, I want to be in there and I want to learn from more than anyone. That's, I, I, you calling yourself green, you the, the humility that's humility on your end. That is, no, I would, I, you know, do, do you know what, Stu? And I appreciate and people always think, you know, I'm I'm, I'm calling, I, you know, I'm, I'm maybe like not speaking highly of myself enough, but I'll I, I tell you something there's there's way too there's way too many people now coming into the wrestling business, which is a beautiful business, it's such an amazing business to be in. Um, but there's way too many people that are coming in with massive blocks of chips on the shoulder, um, and and who don't realize that there is so much to learn in, in this business. I'm from absolutely everything. Um, and again, I'll probably go off on a rant and I apologise in advance. Not, not um, at all. Not at all, mate. It's fine. It's just, you know, even sticking your hand out and, and introducing yourself to the referees, the cameramen, the people that are the ring crew, people that are taking pictures or who are on the merch table. Like, that. that's... Do you know what I mean? These, these are people that help the show. Do you know what I mean? And help put this... A fantastic event together. Um, 
And then people matter just as much as somebody who's wearing ring attire or is holding a championship belt, which I class as a prop. Um, do you know what I mean? I, I, and, and for me, it's learning the ethics um, and, and the manners in the business. And, and mm. I think that takes you, it takes it a long way as well. Cleaning up after yourself in the changing room is a minor thing. Mm. Uh, but for me, uh, it's such a big, such a big impression of a person. It's, multi, it's multifaceted, isn't it? You know, to extend what what you got to do. It's not just showing up and getting in the ring, is it? It's you know, extending off that. And uh, yeah, do you know what's been good as well? I've enjoyed seeing you do the camp circuit as well when you've been with Dean Allmark and the guys. Because that's you know the what? amount of shows. The amount of shows you'll do in a day. It's Mate. great. It's great for you guys. It's it's unbelievable that is true because the amount of reps that you're getting in, and and that's what the game is: repetition. The more matches you can have under your belt. Now, I've always, uh, I don't know, like people have a view about working the camps. And I love, I absolutely love the camps. For me, the camps are your bread and butter where you learn how, it's how you become a worker, in my personal opinion. Now, can I just say to you, and I don't mind naming names today. So if you want, if you want to ask me some names about people, I'm going to be completely honest with you, mm-hmm. uh, because I think I, I'm a, I'm at a stage now in my uh, sort of career of wrestling where, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm winding down a bit, so I'm not too fussed what people think, what I say. Um, but a, a lot of people, you know what I mean? They look down upon the camps, and they look down upon the wrestlers on there. Mm-hmm. I've been called flag waver. I've been called, he's just a camp show wrestler. But guess what? You'll bring anybody on the independent scene, you put them on a mega slam show, an all-star show. I know for a fact, these workers that are the indie darlings will struggle to work a crowd. Mm. Now, if you can't work a crowd, mm. you can do anything you want in the ring. But if you're going to struggle to work a crowd, I don't think you're going to keep a job long enough. That's it. That's it. And I, look, look, at, look at the Americans that came over and did the camps. Daniel Bryan. Brian Danielson, it's a name, but a few. They all came over it. They all came over it to, to do it. So anybody who overlooks our, our camp circuit over here is is absolute knob, basically. Yeah, no, you know what? I agree. I agree with you on that. And it, they find it difficult. And I think that's where the insecurity is. That's why they don't class it as, oh, that's not a proper wrestling show. That's what they will call it. Because they're so used to getting this from mm. the Canadian destroyer, whereas I could get this from raising my hands. I'd get the same reaction of doing mm. less than what they will by doing more. This is why our class is less is more. Absolutely, absolutely. No, no sound sound advice as well for people. I you know, that's guys should go and, and give it a go. Absolutely. Mike Angus H. Mike Angus. Oh, here he is. Here he is. Great to see you guys. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year to you as well, Michael. Absolutely. And then we've had Ty Maycock. Big up, H. Favourite guy I've worked with on the holiday camps. Top man. There we go. Extending off the camps. Oh, brilliant. Good man is Ty. He's a top man himself. Honestly, yeah. And then Mr. Matt Jarrett there in Cheltenham. Happy New Year from Matt Jarrett. Happy New Year, Matt. And he's saying, keep doing your thing, he said as well. Spot on, man, spot on. I want to extend now off your thoughts about these fly-by-night trainers who are, you know, training these guys and they're not adequately trained to be in the ring, are they? And I know you have spoken about this. You you did a video on it as well. And it's dangerous. It's just so damn dangerous, uh, isn't it? Do you know what it is, uh, Stu? Um... Uh, what's language language wise? Am I all right to swear on you? You, you can. You, Is that okay? Say, you are fine, mate. You <laughs> yeah. are fine. Get some yeah. expletives. Get some expletives in there to really fire um, your point out. Yeah, it's just. Do you know what? It, it, the problem is. Is I, I think you've got people who are pissing over the business, and, and for me, it's disrespectful. It's so disrespectful because what's happening is now there's so many. There's so many inverted commas, wrestling promotions or wrestling schools where uh, we have 
anyone can open anything up and say, oh yeah, I'll train you to be a wrestler. The problem is, there's no qualifications that people look at anymore. There's, the, there's no governing body is there. There's no mm. one to look at a syllabus or standardize anything whatsoever because it's pro wrestling, right? So we've got people who are now taking the piss out of this younger generation because they want to make money off them. They would much rather take money of people um, and then quickly put them in a match. What happens is people who uh, are advertising these, what I call piss pot shows, because they are piss pot shows, right? Um, and the first time this crowd is going to a piss pot show, that is their first experience of pro wrestling or family friendly wrestling or whatever it may be. These are the shows that are scaring long-term customers or uh, loyal customers, punters that want to come and watch wrestling away because that's their first experience. They're thinking, oh my gosh, that is shit or he is shit. There's a number of reasons. If you look at the ability nowadays of these young wrestlers that are coming in or these new trainees, Oh my, I'll be honest, they shouldn't be in a ring, you're right. Not only they're a danger to themselves, they're a danger to other people. Some of them are wearing standard clothing. What I mean by standard mm. clothing is clothing that you are wearing to the gym, not mm. appropriate footwear. How I see it is how can you be a star or how can you stand out if you're wearing the same T-shirt as one of the punters in the crowd? Mm. Then you have the aspect of... um how ridiculous is it how believable is it that someone who's three stone looks like an absolute broomstick right and i'm not asking anyone to be a bodybuilder or i'm not asking anybody to be a supermodel or whatever it is but he's got to make it believable if i'm in there with a guy who looks 16 and he's just skin and flipping bones is it actually believable to the punters like come and watch the show now well, this is it, it this is it yeah and, and, and in terms of the schools they're a joke it's an absolute joke because they're not teaching them correctly they're not teaching them the basics and the fundamentals they're not even teaching them um how to even communicate with people in the changing room do you know what I mean? How to go over. What the reason is that you go and shake somebody's hand. Mm. On top of that, nowadays, this, this, this younger generation, and, 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 and I feel so old and bitter by saying this, so forgive me, Stu, in the sense. Um, but they don't want to know any areas of improvement. They'll ask for feedback, but what they're actually asking for is, please, can you lick my ass and tell me how good I am? Mm. Mm. And it drives me insane, because mm. till this day, Stu, I am not going to lie to you, like, if, you, if you're commentating, I will come up to you and say, Stu, have you got anything for me? Please tell me if there's anything that stood out in regards to what you think I could work on or what would work better. Why is your point of view important to me? Because you're seeing it from a different aspect. Mm -hmm. I, will ask the, I will ask the referee. I will ask Mike mm -hmm. Angus, who's the announcer, for example. Mm -hmm. All right? Um, and then I will go and ask some of the vets in the back. I will ask him, sir, would you please watch my match? Could you give me mm. some areas of improvement? Please mm. don't tell me what's good because I don't need to know what's good because I don't need to work on that. Please tell me what's shit or what not to do again or how I can make something better. Mm -hmm. Whereas now they just want to say, please tell me I'm good enough to be signed. Yeah. Fuck off. Mm. Learn the business. Absolutely. Absolutely, mate. <laughs> I, feel, I feel for you. I feel for you because of what you're, what you're doing you know, to make it better. And then you've got to see this shit coming up. I mean, it's, it's, it's in all walks of life. This isn't it. People not, people not giving two shits, but they're in it, you know, and, um, and, and, just... what, and I don't know what the heartbreaking thing is. We're all, the reason why we're in this business, we're all fans. We all have that in common where we love, we absolutely love wrestling. Right. That's the reason why we came into it in the first place. Right. So now all you want to do is come in and you all you want to do is hit me with six Canadian destroyers and then you want me to kick out. 
Where's the story for that? Why you not? Why have you not? I fell in love with wrestling because of storytelling. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I, I'm sure the rest mm -hmm. of us are in that situation. It became mm -hmm. all storytelling in the ring. Most of these guys and girls now look exactly the same, want to do all the same shit, all right? Want to be absolutely fucking like untouchable and solid and just walk down that fucking. I don't want to interact with any of the any of the fans or worker crowd. Uh, they just want to do all the cool moves and see who can get a bigger pop. This is it. This is it. Like, why, why be a carbon copy? You know, let's let's uh, let's stand out. You know, it's it, it is it is, and that's not that's not everybody because there's no, so many there's so many good talents on in the UK. You know, and they're getting they're getting chances in Europe now. You know, uh, Dougie. Dougie Matthews, who's local to me here, you know, he's just been over to Italy. He's just been over in Italy. The lads, you know, early yeah. 20s, he's getting booked, H. He's getting booked there and uh, he's working damn hard. You know, he, he, yeah. he deserves it. The kid deserves it. There's and, no two ways about it. Yeah, yeah. And hats off to people like that that actually want to learn their craft mm -hmm. and, and, and learn your craft. It never stops. But honestly, I could name you some of the people that work for Work for uh, work for promotions such as Progress or Rev Pro or um, ICW. You pull them out of Progress, Rev Pro, ICW. You put them, <coughs> excuse me, you put them on a camp show. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And watch them absolutely fade away into the background. Mm -hmm. Because they're so used to doing 18 mm -hmm. super kicks in their match. Mm-hmm. And a crowd at a camp show, a family-friendly crowd, don't understand why somebody's getting kicked in the head 18 times. UFC, you kick somebody in the head once, you could knock them out. And they just don't understand mm. this concept anymore. It's 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 psych it's psychology as well, isn't it? Yes, would you say you. would you yeah. say that's still lacking? I, I, in, in, in the, yeah, and training yeah. school, the training schools mm. are not teaching that because no, they, no. Ones that are in charge don't understand wrestling themselves. They don't get the psychology. <laughs> they don't get the yeah. psychology. Yeah, themselves. yeah. So yeah. it's the fucking blind leading the blind. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, but it's even the asset, uh, the you know the aspect of like make yourself look like a wrestler. Okay, you come to training. How many people are putting in effort outside of wrestling to make themselves look or um, move around better in the ring? I swear to God, right, Stu, I had a right big dig at someone because, I, unfortunately, it was it was a female wrestler, right? Um, and I personally think she shouldn't be in the ring because she was using the ropes to get up. She's, what, mid-20s? And mm -hmm. if you're having to use the ropes to get up, mm -hmm. she was consistently wanting to do big heavyweight moves and trying to lift people over the head, but she was fucking gassed. Mm -hmm. With all due respect, you've got someone else's life in your hands. Mm -hmm. If you're too blown to lift someone up mm -hmm. and you drop them on the head, they break their neck, they can't walk again, how can you look yourself in the mirror? That's, that, that, that's not you being harsh. That's, that's you looking out for... Her, her, and uh, you know who she was in the ring with. Do you know what I mean, it's, mate? You, you're being, you're being honest. Like it's honesty. 
Yeah, and, and and that's what I mean, like cardio. I'm uh, my my uh, my age has always been uh, a bit of a question question mark. Everybody always thinks, uh, what is his real age? So you know, what I mean, I, I, the thing is, I was always older when I came in, and still I'm one of the older ones. So I have to work harder when it comes mm-hmm. to cardio. When it comes mm-hmm. to cardio and having enough gas in the tank, mm-hmm. because I'm wrestling the younger guys and girls. Uh, Ashton Smith will be exactly the same. Um, he knows he's got to work 10, 15, 20 times harder with the younger crew. Martin Kerber, look, look at the look at the flipping. He can go on for flipping hours and hours in that middle of the ring. And I'm I'm not calling him old. Kerber, if you're watching, <laughs> Kerber, if you're watching, I'm not calling you old. Yeah, cheer that, cheer that, Martin. <laughs> Did you hear that one from H there? That's brilliant. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll have to put a clip out to him once we've done the live. Like Isaac, my mate from Norwich, loving the chat, guys. So, yeah, Isaac um, had some good news as well. He's going to be, I think, head chef at Norwich City Football Club. So, he's got good the lad. job. He's got good the lad, job. Uh, he, he, it's all he some nutritional stuff in his in his interview and stuff. And he hadn't heard anything for two weeks because of Christmas. But yeah, well done, mate. Proud of you. Proud hey, of congratulations, pal. That's a good... Hey, this is that. Again, that's a good, another good shout as well. You know, nutrition and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, people eating well and do you want to get in the best shape? You need to get in the best shape possible. Um, look, our, uh, look at um, Zach Knight. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Do you know what I mean? Hats off to the lad. Do you know what I mean? His work is arse off. And mm-hmm. I, I've known Zach and the and the hooligans for quite a while. They've always, you know what? They've always been good to me. They looked after me since day one. Um, Roy and Zach, I remember, right? Ah, oh, fuck me. There's nobody that could fucking out drink them. You know? <laughs> no hey, I tell yeah. you, it's just back yeah. in the PCW days. Flipping yeah. it, there's nobody, right? If you look at the transformation mm. that Zach and Roy both of them, Zach in particular, what he's made, do you know what I mean? Fantastic. He was always a great in-ring worker, all right? But he's taking it to the next level and mm-hmm. he's become an elite great worker. Fantastic. Like I saw him on um, New Japan uh, Royal Quest when they were down in London. And then obviously now AEW, you know, he's worked, yeah, he's worked his tail off. He, yeah. And, and yeah, what a family they are. What a family and what they've done for UK wrestling, European wrestling. And, you know, even when they've gone over to America and done stuff as well. Yeah, it's just it's, it's, it's inspirational. It's inspirational. Now, you know, it's people like people like that they look at, um, you know, who, who obviously had, they had such heavy lifestyles where they would go out on a regular basis. And, you know, Zach not not stopping drinking, Roy stopping drinking and focus on fitness and health and, and being able to do that. Honestly, it's, it's fantastic. And I think people need to have a have a look at that and just think that that is something that you should be aiming for. It's all well and good having a, a social media presence and making it look like that you're getting loads of bookings and, and you're this fantastic wrestler. Um but I'm I'm gonna say how it is now, Stu, because I think it's getting to the time where I'm gonna to have to. But um, a, a a lot of the sort of main indie darlings for me, I don't rate. I think they shit, and I'll tell you why. Because I don't think they can fucking tell stories, and they can't work a crowd. I'll I'll say I'll say that directly to their faces as well. Um, anyone, in actual fact, you could teach anyone to do a four fifty splash. Or a moonsault, mm-hmm. or a swanton, or a dive over the top. You know what I mean? You you can't teach charisma, and that's what they fucking lacking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? With all due respect, absolutely. How absolutely. many how many people have you actually met that actually in wrestling? There's only a handful of them that actually have mm-hmm. a presence, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. could take a crowd mm-hmm. through this emotional mm-hmm. roller coaster. You know what I mean? Uh, most of these ones now on the flipping indies are boring bastards. If they walked past me on a street, I probably wouldn't even bat an eyelid. Do, do you get what I mean, Val? I like do. I, of course, of course I do. Of course I do. Never, I've never been a worker. I've never been a wrestler. But I know 
I think, like, yeah, just, it, it's just, and I know a lot of stuff has been done in terms of characters and stuff. Like, we've seen it all. But look at um, LA Knight, for instance. Look at look at him, uh, you know, absolutely brilliant. You know, doing doing stuff, doing stuff that's already been done. Gets gets told that he's like The Rock and Austin and all the rest of it. I I don't I think I don't I don't agree with that. He's got his own character, you know. It's I, I, I think we 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 all kind of we all kind of steal things from or pick up yeah. mannerisms from yeah. the people we admire, whether that's from in films or like I said, my gimmick. Um, I really loved The Rock when I was younger. I loved mm. Mr. Perfect. I loved uh, Prince Nassim Hamid. Absolutely. Uh, he... Do you know what I mean? And I molded mm. it bits and bats together. Um, yeah. To try and to try and create the shake, mm. and and that's how he went down that line. But it's like now, um, honest to God, if you look at this, uh, top top wrestler now at this present time. Let's say Roman Reigns. Yeah, let's just pick Roman Reigns. Hey, hey sorry yeah. to sorry to interject, mate. Um, why are people getting so bitter that he's only wrestled, uh, you know, into the double figures with the title? Uh, they're not. They're missing the point. They're missing the point. They're missing the point. It, it's it ain't the days of Bruno Sammartino. It's a different thing. You make him a special attraction, similarly to like what they did with Brock. Uh, people, he, he doesn't make the fences. Um, it's it's something different, isn't it? Yeah, but this is, <coughs> Stu, this is what I mean. This is the mentality of, mm. I want to call them the new kids on the block or this new generation. Their mentality is they don't understand less is more and he's an attraction. Mm-hmm. They don't get that. They, they, they're thinking, oh, you should be wrestling every single show and having yeah, yeah, yeah. Meltzer five-star mm. matches. You know what? Five mm. stars for Meltzer with all, mm. doesn't mean fuck all. No, 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 I'm with you. I'm with uh, you. I... you. Give me five stars for a match and they'd never been in a ring before. It would, uh, oh, I don't go to get my feedback from what it says from the flipping punters on mm-hmm. Twitter. Mm-hmm. If you're going on Twitter to listen to a fan podcast about how a show went and you're waiting for your name to be highlighted as, oh, mm-hmm. I think you're a great wrestler, and you're then you're then you're in the wrong business. You know why? My five stars come from when I go and speak to James Mason and say, sir, mm-hmm. is there any areas of improvement that you could tell me that I need to work on? Mm-hmm. Um, now, you're so right about the flipping point of the arm. They're missing it completely. I just like, Come on now. Like, use your brain. Use your brain. It's different. It's totally different now. It was... <laughs> They, they, they were they were running shows. There was more shows, you know, right. house shows and, and stuff like that. As well. Stu, ask him this question, right? What does Raymond? What does Roman Reigns actually do in his matches? <laughs> it's 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 present. How many moves has he? How many moves has he got? Which has always been a topic of discussion. It's the personality, the psychology. He's got Heyman there. Um, yeah, it's the whole it's the whole thing, isn't it? Like, sorry. It, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't need to do. He doesn't do fuck up. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I don't see the. I don't remember the last time he's gone climb to the top rope. No, no. He doesn't need to. His main event matches are so basic. And yeah, it's because it's like you said, it's a storyline. You see the facials are here. Yeah. yeah, when he's getting close to being beat. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry, I, I'm probably going a bit really outright here. And, no, and, uh, no, 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 not at all. This what this is what I want. This is what I wanted. <laughs> but it's um, and it really annoys me because it, it then it, it it then goes to the it then goes to the point of these maybe some of these indie guys and girls or these new wrestlers that are coming in don't know any different because they're not getting taught any different, uh, or they're not getting corrected, or the promoters, and I use that term very fucking loosely. Mm-hmm. They don't really give a shit, and they're not watching the matches. They're just trying to count the money in the back to see how much they've mm. made. You know what I mean? And uh, it, it, it's upsetting. And that's why I'd be honest with you. That's why there's not as much money in wrestling anymore, and 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 people mm. are not attending in much shows, um, because of the shit of the piss pots. I don't know. I heard mm. about in promotion. I can't even remember. Can't even remember who it was who had a flipping death match in front of a family crowd. Mm. I I know, 
and not to na- not to name names, but I know what promotion that was because I remember it was. Come on, fucking use your fucking heads. Yeah, there was uproar. There was yeah. there was uproar like there was. Do you know what that caused? What did I think it was close to the area that I'm in actually because it, it it caused the council. I remember having a conversation with the council, and they became very very harsh about the uh, licensing. Because obviously you need a licensing to run a show at specific events, but they wanted to make sure there was no weapons involved for a while. Because mm-hmm. they didn't, they didn't used to. Uh, you know, we just had, um, we just crowned our um, uh, top women's champion, uh, Melissa Fierce. So what I personally think she's going to be fucking like, she's she's definitely going to be a breakout star. She's fucking, she's going to be fantastic. But. Um, it took me a lot to convince the council that the, the ladder wasn't going to hurt anyone. And we mm. had to do two risk mm. assessments. And it's because of dickheads like that who think it's okay mm. to start slicing people mm. up. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree. Like, you know, it's just, you, you do your due diligence with it. That's the difference. You know, you, that's, that's, not, that's, it, that was, that was crazy. That was absolutely crazy what they, what they were doing. Absolutely. Non I, nonsensical, nonsensical. And I, and I read some of the comments from the people, the crowd, the fans, the the pundits mm. that went there, and they were like, "My child was crying, was terrified. Um, I didn't know this was wrestling. It was brutal. Um, I won't be taking my child to wrestling ever again." So it has a knock-on mm. effect on fucking mm. everyone, and that's what these people don't understand. And and. Please, I'm just going to make this request. Tell your trainees when they're ready. Don't, if you've got trainees, please don't just put them on the show to save fucking money. Don't, don't, don't just put them in the middle of the ring with someone when you know they're at risk or they can hurt someone else. You know what I mean? Don't feed them false hope and bullshit and tell them, yeah, you're, you're ready to wrestle after fucking two months just because they're giving you a monthly fucking a monthly income you know what i mean be honest with people man it's it's it, let's not piss all over this beautiful business and spoil it for everybody else because it's hard work getting to a stage to where some of us have got to and it and i train till this day i still do my fucking bumps rolls fundamentals and our you know what i mean you've got wrestlers now i guarantee you this now Stu. i guarantee you this now 100 percent Right, I'm kind of ready to call anybody out on this now. Is tell me now of the top fucking wrestlers, any of them, if they still fucking train, if they still go to mm. a wrestling gym, they won't be fucking mm. not. No, because the, do you know why? Because they get to a point where they're like, "Oh, I'm booked anyway. I don't need to train." The, the, which is the wrong ethos, totally, how isn't many, it? How many footballers don't go to training? <laughs> It's professional. It's professionalism. It's what you do. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, absolutely. And segueing into football, <laughs> your beloved Burnley. Oh, mate, we're um, struggling. I was struggling. I know we are, man. <laughs> what What do you think with uh, Big I, Vincent at the helm? I, I, do you know what? Because uh, he, he did a fantastic job, didn't he? Last time, last season. Mm. Last season he was like he's bringing, so I he's obviously going to be getting a lot of stick. He's going to get a lot of stick because it's a to- listen. We're playing totally different teams. We're in it. We're in the we're in the football Premiership, which is a totally different level of football. You you've got. I mean, it's the for me, it's the best football in the world, isn't it? In the Premier League, I don't care which you know where wherever you are, the league or the fighting, whatever. Premiership mm. fucking football is the most aggressive. Mm. And it's the fucking most it's entertaining to fucking watch. And I think it was a big step. And I think what company needs to do is maybe bring in some fucking big guns or just uh, change up the fucking team. Because I think the problem is he's using the same team as he did mm. last season. And mm. that's where I think where the fault is. Um, but I still have faith because... Uh, you know, Burnley Football Club is always going to be my heart, so <laughs> I still have faith. And uh, fingers crossed, we'll see you. If we can stay up this season, I'll be very, very pleased. Um, and as long as Blackburn don't get anywhere near the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's it, that's it. I think well, I'm 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 worried about Everton. 
I am absolutely worried, like, because uh, yeah, are, are we getting the friends, aren't you? Are we getting are we getting the points back? What and what points are we getting back? Because I look at it right. We've had that ten point deduction. That's where we're at. I'm not looking yeah, if they yeah. do if they do reimburse us with the points. H. Um, absolutely shocking that City can have over a hundred counts, and we've had minuscule number of counts. How do you feel? How do you feel about that? I um I don't drink I don't drink Asahi anymore because that's one of their main sponsors. <laughs> and call me call me petty, call me petty yeah. or whatever you want about that. I said, Hold on a minute. They're affiliated with City Icons. The, the lads in work laughing their heads off. And <laughs> um, it's it's a joke. It, and City are a great side. I'll never take that away from them. But uh, how can we be held to account? Um, and 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 they're getting away with murder still. Uh, well, yeah, no, I know, I know what you mean, but it's like some—it's almost like some teams fucking get away with it, don't they? Mm, you know absolutely. What I mean? That's that's how I see. Um, Stu, let me let me ask you, like, in terms of because obviously you've been you've been in the wrestling business for a while as well yourself. You know what I mean? Um, what's what's your what's your thoughts on like some of the stuff that I've obviously like we talked about before mm. or I've mentioned about? Do you think are you seeing? wrestlers in the ring at the minute that you don't think should be in the ring or are you it i think it's hard from a fan perspective uh, what i see i see a lot of talent i see a lot of talent but then because i've never worked or trained in it i won't see what you see if you know what i mean um do i like everything on on a on a wider scale um at the big you know the big companies WAW, some of it i just think bloody hell this is shite you know, I do, I do, but it's hard when you're producing that much programming. H, you know, it's hard, isn't it? It's, it's, what got, about got to... what about like what what what's your view on in terms of like believability in regards to having someone like Rampage Brown who is fucking brilliant? Mm. The guy is fucking mm. fantastic. Someone again who um, I can now call a friend. I mm. I feared for many years. <laughs> <laughs> he's, um, he's imposing because I've seen him. I've, I've been, I've been at shows that he's been on. He's yeah. What a, you know what what? a servant! What you a servant what? to the business. He's, he's I, you know what? He's such a, he's such a wind up merchant as well, right? Yeah. Such, he's fucking. Do you know why? Because at times when I think he's been serious, and he's like fucking, just winding me up. Do you know what I mean? H. Burnley's loss to Villa was as bad as my attempt at a drop kick you got me to do. Who's that? Ty Maycock. Ty. Ty. If I'm honest with you, I agree with that comment. <laughs> Death matches and stuff with blood and guts is unwatchable. I. It's not my cup of tea. I know loads of people that love deathmatch wrestling. That's fine. It's not wrestling, it's shock factor and stupid in my opinion. I'd rather watch a clean match with great story and promos. Crowd wants to cheer and boo, not squirm and feel sick. Do you know what? Who's that? That's a very valid point. Who's that? Ty, that's, that's Ty as well. Ty, yeah, bang on. He's, he's absolutely bang on, to be fair. Because there's, there's a, like you said, there's, there's, a, there's a place for it, isn't there? There's a place for death matches and, and, and things like that. I don't, I'm not really a big fan of it. Um, but I'm sure there's there's a demographic or there's a specific category of people that would that would want to watch. What I was saying to you though, Stu, about sorry. Believ- yeah, believability is like you've got someone mm-hmm. like Rampers, Rampage Brown in the ring against I don't know, a, a kid who looks fucking fifteen, who's not even got a fully mm-hmm. grown beard, arms and fucking chest have not fucking developed, and he's in a pair of jeans. With some kick pads mm-hmm. and some Adidas fucking shooters, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you look at that as a as as a fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what do you think? It's well, you want to be, you want to think that the person, the other person's got a chance against Rampage Brown, and we have seen it all. You know, you've seen, but it's just yeah, you need, you still need to have that believability as much as it's predetermined. You need believability, and you ain't gonna believe it, are you? You know, exactly. you're just not you know as, as a fan. As a fan, and how this is how this is how I see it. It's like going to the cinema, and you're watching one of the Avengers, but you can see the green screen and the strings in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like perfect, perfectly we, caught. We, yeah, we fucking know 
Like we we know like this it's like you said it's it's predetermined like mm-hmm. but don't fucking shove it down people's throats and, and don't take the piss out of it but this is why people are using untrained talent that's not ready purely because they want to save fucking money right in that case if you fucking can't afford to book proper talent or train your talent to a level until they're ready stop fucking booking shows stop that shit because it's having what you're doing is it's causing a ripple effect and on wrestling itself so anytime anyone sees a fucking poster of wrestling automatically they think fuck that that's going to be shit because we're meant to be real life superheroes and supervillains it's perfectly, perfectly put. It's perfectly put. Like it, that, this is it. This is it. And just like if this helps people, especially young ones, you know, it's going to help people. What you're saying, so absolutely. I I, do you know what, Stu? People might think I'm being a dick. No, think- no. It's, it's like you're being honest. You have got to be honest, mate. You have to be honest about and it. Unfortunately, that's the thing nowadays. Honestly, honesty is something that people can't handle, and people are withholding it in resting. And I tell you another thing. Do you know why? Because they're afraid. Because mm-hmm. of all the speaking out stuff nowadays, if you tell somebody mm-hmm. they fucking shit, it could easily go on Twitter. Your words could get all mm-hmm. X as they call it now. Abs- absolutely. Your words yeah. get like, twisted. All right. Yeah. And that's it. It got to a point where after all that speaking out business, can I just say my my view on the speaking out business is I don't want to come across like negative or anything. I think it did some good, but mm. It also, for me, became a fucking witch hunt, and it was a lot of bullshit. And people, people, people were implicated who hadn't done anything wrong. But Listen, it, right. I, Stu, I go up to a fucking girl in a bar, right? And if I'm trying to flip in chat her up, like I would always do back... I mean, I'm too old now. But back in the day, if I was trying to chat <laughs> a girl up, right? Okay, all right? And all of a sudden, she would tell me to fuck off, or mm. she's got a boyfriend. Mm. It ends there and then. That that is it. It's that's that that's it. Yeah. Right. Oh, you end up getting fucking slapped in the middle of a bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. You can live, which you can which live has happened to me. Which has happened to me. You can right? live. You can live with that though, can't you? Yeah. You know. And and you walk away, and the lads yeah. fucking laugh at you and say, "Yeah, yeah." Do you know what I mean? With you. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, whereas now people are so afraid they don't want to. Honest to God. Stu, if you don't mind me telling you this, I've sat in changing rooms and I make a lot of banter. I, I, I'm, I'm known for banter and I use uh, banter um, that people might find offensive because I use banter about my culture. Mm-hmm. So, for example, growing up in an Asian household, um, I'll tell people that uh, my father has a corner shop. He doesn't have a corner shop, but it's a joke. I tell mm-hmm. him it's a joke. Do you know what I mean? Or... Um, all you would find in my house are cricket bats. Do you know what I mean? Stuff like that, right? Okay. But there's some changing rooms I would walk into, all right, where I will sit there quietly because I know for a fact if I made a joke that people would go on Twitter and twist my words. Somebody asked me, oh, my gosh, H, what aftershave are you wearing? It smells amazing. And my response was, Chicken tikka masala because I thought it'd be fucking hilarious. All right, just to tell them that. All right, okay. However, some people got offended, and I was like, I, I don't know what the world's coming to anymore, man. I just, you know what I mean. I just can't. Oh, I'll make jokes about stuff being halal or whatnot, whatever. But I'm not saying I have a right to do that because I'm from. No, the no, no, no. I, but. I also think it kind of just breaks down this red tape and people. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I totally understand. I totally understand that. H, what have you got coming up in terms of booking just as we close out now? What's what's coming up? What's on the schedule? What's on the calendar for 2024? 2024, I'm so privileged and so happy to say that I'm going to be working um, quite a, a lot, a lot this year for Mega Slam because uh, I really, really want to get my reps in. I want to get as much shows. And Megaslam do with the biggest tour at the minute uh, in the UK, Ireland, Scotland. Um, so I'm really, really looking forward to that. I'm going to be focusing a lot on um, my Top Rope Wrestling Academy, 
new intake coming up, plenty more shows. We're doing a lot of Comic Con because we've got some contracts. Yes. Comic Cons, um, yeah. Which I absolutely love doing the Comic Cons because we entice a new audience. Um, and as well, we're going to try our best to get into other cities where I think promotions are failing to entertain the people. Uh, we're going to try and get out there and put on loads of family-friendly shows um, and and hopefully have a really, really successful year. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Plenty going on, mate. Busy, busy as always. And yeah, just where, where the viewers and listeners can find you in terms of the socials as well. Socials. Please follow socials in terms of Instagram. We have Top Rope Wrestling Academy. Mm-hmm. Facebook, Top Rope Wrestling Academy. Uh, and X as well. Uh, give us, please give us a follow. We've got shows coming up. We also offer absolute laws. We're doing, we're doing kids classes. We're doing stag do's. We're doing birthday parties. Uh, absolutely everything, full packages that we're offering. Uh, we do corporate events as well. Um, and then for myself, if you want to give myself a follow, it's at Shakel Sharm on Instagram and Instagram only because I don't use anything else for Shake. There we go. There you have it. My guest for his second appearance on Stu's Wrestling Podcast. This has been episode 164 with the Middle Eastern millionaire, Sheikh El Sham. I won't tell Sh- I won't say Sheikh El Sham. Sheikh El Sham. I need to get it correct. I just need to know. I've got to get, I've got to pronounce it correctly, mate. I've, I've done you I've, I've done you dirty. I've done you dirty there. Stu, do you know what? Because it's you, Sham or Sham, I don't mind. Perfect, mate. Thank you so, so much for coming on today, man. No, thank you. I appreciate you having me on. Uh, and uh, do you know what, Stu? I appreciate you letting me speak my mind and being open. Absolutely. Absolutely. Open. I really appreciate that, my friend. Thank you so much. We need to do more of it, mate. You know, as I much think as we the... should do. I really, I think we should do a Q and A where you should actually bring up people's names, and I'll tell you exactly <laughs> what. <laughs> that would be very interesting. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that that's that's definitely something we could do. Absolutely. Thank you so so much. It is Mr. Shake El Sham for his second appearance on Shoes Wrestling Podcast. Cheers, pal. Thank you. Podcast Network.